Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I am Lorraine, and I am your host today, uh, as always, like I always am. Uh, thank you for joining me today. We are episode 46.4. We are in 2 Peter and chapter 2. So uh, welcome, and thank you again for joining me and uh, taking time out of your day to uh, read God's Word. So uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to beat around the bush here. This was a, a very strong message today. Uh, I reread it, pre-read it, and uh, read it again. Uh, I, I'm not going to pretend that I understand everything that's in here because I don't. Uh, but I am hopeful that God will reveal to me what it is exactly what it is uh, to us, all of us. So, uh, so I'm going to... I'm going to navigate through this, and uh, we'll read it, and I have a feeling I, I know what maybe he might be saying, but I'm going to read it again out loud and maybe highlight a little bit more than what I already did, so uh, that's all we can do. We can just hope and pray that we can figure this out, but it was it's a lot of strong language in here today. I don't mean foul language. I mean, it's just really, you know, God's not beating around the bush with this one so uh so anyway let's go ahead and open open up in prayer and then we uh, will go ahead and dissect today's reading so holy and mighty god we are humbled by your presence we are humbled by your mighty works and everything that you do we love you and we want to give you all the praise and glory that you deserve we are most grateful and so thankful for all that you do, all you provide for us. But uh, the most important thing is the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross for our sins. Lord, we're so thankful that he loved us and you loved us so much that you were willing to give up your one and only son for our sins. So thank you so much that you wanted to spare us from our own doom, basically. Lord, thank you for all you provide for us. We thank you for uh, everything because it's all yours just on loan. And so we're grateful that you want to share it with us. And Lord, I'm most grateful for those people out there that are listening. I pray for more people to come listen and uh, get on board with uh, reading their Bible every day. We want to grow this ministry according to what your will is. So Lord, just send the people to listen. We pray blessings over everybody out there. Watch over them, their family, their health, and their finances, and uh, Lord, just watch over them. Lord, we invite you into this time in your word. We pray that you will reveal to us exactly what it is that you're wanting us to understand from this message today. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to start with the last verse. Sorry, I can't see because I don't have my readers on. Uh, from chapter 1, because I think it leads into this second chapter. So, above all, you must realize that no prophecy in Scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding or from human initiative. No, those prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. But there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false prof uh, teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies 
and even deny the master who brought them, who bought them, sorry. In this way, they will bring sudden destruction on themselves. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality, and because of these teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money, but God condemned them, condemned them long ago, and their destruction will not be delayed. For God did not, did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in gloomy pits of darkness where they are being held until the day of judgment. And God did not spare the ancient world except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. So God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despise authority. <clears throat> These people are proud and arrogant, daring even to scoff at supernatural beings without so much as trembling. But the angels who are far greater in power and strength do not dare to bring from the Lord a charge of blasphemy against the supernatural beings. These false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand, and like animals, they will be destroyed. Their destruction is their reward for, they, for the harm they have done. They love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are a disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception even as they eat with you in your fellowship meals. They commit adultery with their eyes and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure people, I'm sorry, they lure unstable people into sin and they are well trained in greed. They live under God's curse. They have wandered off the right road and followed the footsteps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. These people are as useless as dried up springs or as mist blown away by the wind. They are doomed by blackest darkness. They brag about themselves with empty foolish boasting. With an appeal to twisted sexual desires, they lure back into sin those who have barely escaped from a lifestyle of deception. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. And when people escape from the wickedness, of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the way of right to righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. 
They prove the truth of the, they prove the truth of this proverb. A dog returns to his vomit. And another says a washed pig returns to the mug. I'm sorry, mud. Man, having a little bit of problem speaking today. So bear with me. Okay, so uh, like I said, it was really, you know, he didn't, he didn't mince words as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I started off in two uh, with there will there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them. So <clears throat> they're going to disguise uh, what they're teaching. They're going to kind of gloss it over and make it sound like it's real, but it's not. And you really have to uh, kind of clothe yourself in the word of God. You need to, to know, you know, and understand what's real. And the only thing that's real is what's coming out of this. And, you know, trying to understand it as best as you can. And learning, you know, trying to keep yourself uh, informed. You know, listen to people that you know, you know, you know, are... Uh, proven to be uh, truthful leaders, you know, so like I go back to, you know, there's Chuck Swindoll, there's David Jeremiah, uh, uh, focus on the family, what was his name? Uh, shoot, uh, I'm sorry, can't think of it right now, but anyway, th there are so many preachers out there, uh, you know, Billy Graham, oh my gosh, if you can go back and listen to his, uh, his sermons, I mean, he was spot on. You know, so there, there are people out there who are preaching the word and preaching it correctly, and you can learn so much from them. And I'm sure there's, you know, preachers right there in your own town, wherever you're living, you know. So get educated because you, you have to have your guard up. Um, in, let's see, uh, so I went down to three. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money, but God condemned them long ago. And their destruction will not be delayed. You know, the, the thing that popped into my head with this were, were these, uh, you know, the TV evangelists. I mean, some of them were, you know, spot on. And some of them were real. And some of them know exactly what they're talking about. But then there's others who are not, you know. Uh, you know, I, I don't know the whole um, story back in the 80s with uh, Jim Baker and Tammy Faye Baker. But I think that they were not on the right path. I don't know for sure, but that's what it sounds like to me, what I remember. Um, and they were trying to get a hold of your money is what it sounded like to me. I don't know. Uh, so be careful, you know, those who are out there uh, preaching a word that's not real and, you know, making promises they can't keep because they, they're not the ones to keep the promises. It's God. So... For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in gloomy pits of darkness where they are being held until the day of judgment. <clears throat> you know, there it is. You know, <laughs> God did not spare even the angels who sinned against him, right? Isn't that where Satan went? Threw him right into hell. Uh, God did not spare the ancient world either, except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Um, and he, 
warned everybody of the judgment of God. He told them well in advance, look, I'm building this ark. I'm going to get on it because the flood's coming. And he told them in advance. Uh, so God protected Noah in the ark when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. <clears throat> and then later on, uh, when people went back to their old ways, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, but he also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man. So the Lord will, uh, so the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials. So, you know, he's going to send judgment to those who are living wicked lives and he's going to, uh, you know, rescue those who are uh, in their trials. So he's a, a God of judgment and he's also a God of rescue. So, uh, and then I went down to, um, these false teachers are like unthinking animals, uh, creatures of instinct born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand. How many times have you had people scoffing at what you believe, you know, because they don't understand it. Um, and that again, I believe is the reason why you should be educated, uh, on, what you're learning in the gospel and the scriptures and in your Bible, because this is how you can um, defend what you believe in. This is your defense right here, the armor of God. Okay. They lure unstable people into sin and they are well-trained in greed, which goes back to they're going to get the money if they're going to get it. And they're not just greedy for money. They're greedy for, you know, bringing people to the, for lack of a better word, to the dark side. Uh, here I like the fact that he brings back uh, the story of uh, Balaam and his donkey. You know, Balaam was mad trying to, you know, make money and his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. So, and then uh, down at the bottom it says, for you are a slave to whatever controls you, which means you are a slave to uh, whatever thing it is that you are idolizing, whatever preoccupying you from actually doing what God wants you to do and being in his will and focusing on God. Uh, when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord Jesus uh, Christ, but then get tangled up again and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. Um, because you are, you knew what, you know, you once you got saved and you realized what misery you were in earlier, but then you go back to it, which is crazy. Why would you do that? Um, they would be better off if they, you know, they're worse off than they were before. It would be better if they had never known the way to righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to the, to live a holy life. And it's like a washed pig returns to the mud. That, and that's in Proverbs. I don't know exactly where in Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs 26, 11 is what it says. So I want to put a little note there. 26, 11. All right. Well, like I said, this was quite a mouthful and it was very, uh, it didn't, you know, he didn't hold back. I don't think he was pretty much telling you, you know, keep up your guard and make sure that you are aware of who is out there teaching you false teachings, you know, out there preaching stuff that's not right. Um, so that's it for today. Uh, if you have not turned your life over to Christ, if you have not made a decision for Christ, 
today is your day. This is your moment. I will give you the opportunity to say the prayer. Uh, it's not between me and you. It's between you and God. And uh, just, you know, believe it in your heart. Say it with your mouth. And live your life for Jesus. That's what it comes down to. So I'm going to lead you in the prayer. Uh, and those who are already uh, believers, feel free to say it as well. <clears throat> Almighty God, we come to you today. We put our trust in you. I am not perfect. I know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I will live my life for him. I accept him into my heart and into my life. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, today is your new day. This is your birthday. Uh, mark it as in your Bible. Uh, as uh, today is the day that you accepted Christ. Uh, so mark it next to Second uh, Peter chapter 2 and uh, start living your life for Christ. Navigate your life, uh, navigate your way to uh, a, a preacher or uh, a friend who can help you get to the next level of your new Christian life. So uh, I strongly uh, encourage you to get to a, a church to a ministry uh, you know and start living for for Jesus because it's uh, it's a great life <laughs> I'd say it really is so because we have hope that's why you know there's hope there's just hope in Jesus I, I can't imagine living life without that hope I really can't I, it's it's I can't believe I used to live that life without that hope. And uh, I just, I wish everybody can get on board and, and start feeling the way I feel. So God is good and uh, he blesses me every day. So, all right, well, that's it for today. Uh, thank you again for joining me. I don't know what time it is that you're listening to this or watching it, but uh, it could be morning, noon, night, I have no idea. But I'm just glad that you were able to separate out a little bit of time and listen. So God bless you, and I will see you tomorrow.